Welcome to Set Meals, a weekly food show about the moments that surround mealtimes. I'm Samuel Ashton. And I'm Taylor Fawcett. And we're back! If you're new to Set Meals, a food podcast led by the insatiable hunger of its hosts. A food podcast led by two friends that communicate through WhatsApp more than an actual real life. Welcome! Welcome to our QP mayonnaise drenched world. A world where MSG is welcomed at every turn. A world where there are no bad meals. A world full of celebration, joy and labneh. <laughs> labneh. A world where it's as much about the act of going out for dinner as it is about the dinner itself. This podcast, Set Meals, is at the intersection of food media, actual media, and Blue Van Man's YouTube channel. And I'm fine with that. Got all the burgers and uh, sauces and crap on it. So, if you're looking for a seemingly unrefined but totally wholesome fetishization of food, you're in the right place. It's a beautiful thing. Last week... There wasn't a show. There was not. Nor was there a show the week before. Christmas is a valid excuse there. But fear not, we're back on our big fat 2020 energy! 2020, baby! Ready to fill our boots with New Year, New Me business, Veganuary disappointment, and probably much of the same shit as we got up to in 2019. So strap in and hit subscribe on your chosen podcast provider, because this week it's green juice, vegan steak bakes, fake chicken, and everything in between. Let's get into the fucking show! Yeah, well, we've been away for two weeks, but the intro's still solid. Absolutely lit. We've not lost it. We haven't. 2020 Energy Day. We have said to each other numerous times, thus far this year, 2020 Energy. I'm in Soho. I'm on my way to M&S for lunch. It's very grey. It's very busy. Business as usual. But I have to say, there's something bubbling inside me. Do you know what I think it is? I think it might be some 2020 energy. It's almost like we both know what it means without knowing what it means. It sounds like a sort of Lil Nas X album. (laughs) We're back. We're back in the hot seat. Back and feeling very, very good about it. Feeling good. It's late. It's a late record. Yeah. We're going 2020 energy is like is nocturnal vibes. 2120 record time. It's good. We've still got it. We've still got it. It's been quite nice having a couple of weeks off the pod. It has. Christmas happened. New Year's happened. I planned to do some... We sort of planned to do some pod stuff over Christmas. We did. And then you kind of get home for Christmas and yep. you sat around and you think, actually, I don't think anyone is that interested in my and my family's weird banter. Yeah, if I get my phone out and I'm hitting the uh, the record app on the Christmas dinner table, people are looking at me like, move it for the gravy boat. Yeah. Get it out of and the like, way. And do you know how like I have like I have a really funny time yeah. at Christmas, <laughs> but I don't think anyone else would find it funny because yeah, it's all a bit niche. Do you know what it is? It's when, you know when like really trendy like streetwear kids are really trendy most of the year and mm. they go home for Christmas and they go back to their like massive five bedroom house in like fucking yeah. Sussex I'm like leave that there segregate it mm-hmm. leave Christmas be Christmas leave it alone we've had two weeks off for that reason what was your well we're going to cover one of them what was what was your solo food highlight of your two weeks off though I think it was Bubble and Squeak on Boxing Day. Mm. I don't like Bubble and Squeak that much because the textures, it's just all a bit sloppy, isn't it? Granted, because that's literally what it is. Mm-hmm. But it is fucking satisfying because it's easy. And it feels dirty. But because all the family gets involved, it feels better. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm Do you with know you what I mean? There. Yeah. Yours? Uh, watching my cousin's three-year-old little boy eat a whole packet of... Doritos with onion and garlic dip. Amazing. I've never seen a child eat so much garlic dip in my life. How red was his face? Uh, he was absolutely fine. Mate, put, he was putting the shit away. <laughs> Honestly, uh, even when I'm really like hungover and I'm sat on the sofa, I don't eat as much onion and garlic dip as that. Yeah, that's intense. That. It was insane. Yeah, that's... You also, know when a baby eats something sour? Onion and garlic dip is quite intense for a, a young person. Yeah, like, you know when a baby eats something and they don't like it and their face creases? I was expecting that to yeah. happen. 
But he just went back for more and more. And it got to the point where I was, he was turning around and he was just stood at the coffee table. You know how toddlers are basically just like, like pissed adults. Yeah. He was just stood at the coffee table, just shoveling these crisps into his mouth with his onion and garlic dip, right? Swaying. Swaying about, <laughs> sort of stumbling around, turning around. And every time he turned around, I was taking the dip away. Just, you know, yeah, bit just of, the crack and it. It's a fun game, you know, a fun game yeah. on Christmas. Yeah. And he turned around and his face started to go like, he was not happy. You're like, what have I, I was, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going <laughs> back. We don't have to get in Christmas because Christmas has been it's been gone, isn't it? It's been it's happened, it's Mate, been we're, done. We're looking forward. To we're that. looking forward. We're not maybe. looking backwards. Apart from looking back once more when we went to Silo oh. on New Year's Eve, which was fucking fantastic, and oh. it's quite apt for this episode because this episode is the Veganuary hashtag Better Me, Better You, Better Us, Better We 2020 Energy Vibe episode. That is correct. Looking Everything forward. in this uh, episode, bar one dish, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. At Silo. Oh, sorry, yeah. Everything in this episode, bar one dish, is vegetarian or vegan. Correct. Because everyone's on the veganuary hype, everyone's on the health kick. Yeah. And because I wanted us to do a yeah. juice cleanse, and then I looked up how much yeah. a juice cleanse is, yeah. and we can't afford it. No, no. Because it's insanely expensive. Because we spent all, every single one of our, the pennies we've earned from this podcast, we spent them on margaritas and McDonald's before Christmas. It was a Christmas party. It was a Christmas party, and it was one of the worst hangovers I've had in a long, long time. Do you think those pictures of you hungover will make it onto the store? Probably not. They were, I was very hungover. You know, it look, like sometimes you're so red in those <laughs> Dave, pictures. Dave, there's some photos. <laughs> I look so tired. <laughs> when I sent uh, you, no, I looked now. back at it, and I thought, oh my God. God, I look awful. Mm. I look so bad. Mm. It was embarrassing. I'm not even going to say, no, you don't. You, <laughs> so you look so bad. shit. There's the bags, man. So Start, Christmas party, Christmas which took party. about five years off your life. Yeah, big time. Then we went to Silo in Hackney Wick for a very low-key, but very, very enjoyable New Year's Eve event with our girlfriends. Silo is a very sort of sustainable... Um, how would you describe it? How do they describe it? Oh, he looking in the pet. Hang on. What is this? What, what is this? Hang on. This paper you've, you've... This is the Sunday Times magazine, which has Maria... Whoa. Maria Hochland's... Uh, Analog. Um... Analog. Yeah, I know. It's Analog someone, someone resource. Me, someone what today. is Hang going on? on? It's basically, they have a full commitment to zero waste. Okay, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. So they are, waste. yes, they're sustainable, and yes, it's environmentally friendly, but their thing is zero waste. Don't waste any of the um, ingredients, anything. They use all the, the ends and their bits and their everything. They, just, yeah, they use not, it all. It's not like, oh, I don't even know if they have a bin. <laughs> I don't think, that I, ge- I genuinely don't. It says in this article, no bins, nothing thrown away, nothing at all. Really? I, I genuinely no bins? Think, like, they grow... Um, in the, in the Brighton one, they used to grow mushrooms in their used coffee grounds. Okay. Like, like they don't that. throw the coffee... They, they use everything. You wish you had to throw some things away. Nah. Coffee grounds, go, like, you, they become unusable. Nah. No? Just no. Just no straight bi- no. No bins. Okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay, fine. Even the tables and the bar tops are made from reconstituted food packaging. It was It was a quite... It's a very, like, large, open-plan restaurant, high ceilings, uh, not a lot of tables in there, really. No, they could have fit twice the amount of tables in. Definitely. They haven't, like... It's very... You have a lot of space. Yeah. Very, very fucking mellow. We went in there. Uh, we'd been to P. Franco for a bottle of wine beforehand. Uh, we went. We got another bottle of wine. We had a very awkward conversation with the... Um, sommelier about wine and I was trying to 
I was trying to act like I knew what the hell I was talking about. I didn't. Nobody pitched in at all. No, because it was too fun watching you say, "Yeah, could I, uh, could I have something minerally?" <laughs> and then, she, and then her looking at you and thinking, <laughs> "This guy doesn't know what he's talking about, does he?" <laughs> and then all of us just looking at our phones, and then, and then her going, "Well, all of our wines are quite." Minerally. <laughs> what sort of minerals yeah. are you thinking? All right, it wasn't my finest hour, but um, yeah, at least you tried, though. Hats I did try off to you for trying. I did try. Uh, we got sat down. It was a tasting menu. Yeah, it served as a six-course tasting menu, mm-hmm. five of which are veggie dishes, and yep. then they have a meat dish, which also has a veggie option. Yeah, which we didn't opt for because we thought we're here now. We're not. None of us are veggies. I, quite frankly, you feel like you're getting more for your money if you get a meat dish. So we wanted to do it. Plus yes, we, I, I think we all fancied what it was. Yeah, well. and yeah, it looked really good on the menu. Uh, so the meat dish was a dairy cow, mm. like braised. I can't remember short rib. I have a, I have a lot to talk about with this cow. A very, 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 very fatty, like fucking fatty, like really, really rich, and almost it was like two strips of meat, and it was honestly like the strips were no longer than fifteen centimeters each. Not in a bad way, it but it was, was like, it was, it was very, it was so rich though. It was yeah. so rich. Very peppery as well. It was a the, lot of pepper. Yeah, super peppery. The, the setting's amazing. The staff was absolutely outstanding. Service All the service, was, the was service for me, service for me was the best bit. It was fucking brilliant. I, in fact, I'm going to go as far as to say the service is the best service I've had in London. Yeah, it was really, really, really good. Uh, and food likewise, some of the, some of the best stuff I've eaten in a very long time. Yeah. I'd like to go back, sit at the bar, have a cold glass of white, minerally wine, and a small plate of dairy cow. So we kicked off we the did. new year in style. We did. Very classy affair. A very, very veggie affair. Very veggie. Very classy. Saw our way into January the right way. And well, then we went to the other end of the spectrum. We did. Back to Tottenham Court Road. <laughs> Last time we were on Tottenham Court Road, I was bent double over the Greg's hoarding, yeah, trying correct. not to throw up my festive bake. Yes. We have been pulled back there because, as you listeners may well know, I'm sure you do because it's everywhere at the moment, uh, the big thing for every single food business company brand to do is to release a uh, vegetarian slash plant-based slash vegan, however you want to call it, menu item. Really kicked off, I think, by last year's Greg's Vegan Sausage Roll. They would decide the ball rolling. Because I think the p- people were probably doing it before them, but not in any way that was at all nah. attention-grabbing. Yeah, they, And then, obviously, they absolutely killed it last year. Yeah. And so then it was all being teed up. But I think maybe after a year of sort of Extinction Rebellion marches, etc., uh, the time is now. The brands are ready to get on board. So a few things caught our eye. Yes. Um, back to the, some of the old haunts. KFC have released a vegan chicken burger. Chicken burger Chicken. Uh, Greg's are back at it again oh they back at it again with a vegan steak bake which is fucking quite bold I think it's a disgusting looking item anyway let alone when you sort of don't have even have any meat in it yes um, and also why haven't they called it the fake bake it doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> why they've not called it the fake bake you're not wrong you're not wrong although isn't a fake bake a, a fake tan I don't know, but either either way, I mean, no one's advertising. got the copyright on that, have they? Surely, fake bake is good, Taylor. It's good. It's a good name. It's a good name. It's a better name than fake steak bake. Steak bake. Fake steak Vegan bake steak would be bake. would be would be. Nah, good. but just call it fake bake, but spell fake F E A K. That'd be fake though. Does it matter? Bake. Does it matter? The vegan steak bake. That was yeah. number two. Yeah. Third third one on the list. Burger King. The Rebel Whopper. Now, this one's been kicking about in the States for a little bit, hasn't it? Mm. It's the sexiest one, branding-wise, for me. Definitely, because impossible... Is it impossible? Nah, no. No. Not over here. It's not impossible. It is, it is in the States, but it's not over here. So in the States, it's impossible, who we did mention on our last vegan episode. I'm pretty sure it's just corn over here. I have to tell you that... I, I, 
I'm not someone that's always got to compare it to like being like the real thing because sometimes I don't know if if things are trying to be a substitute for the meat version or mm-hmm. if they're just trying to be their own thing. Yeah. But I could eat a hundred of those Rebel Whoppers and never be able to tell you the difference between that and a normal Whopper. We had to use the Burger King app to get the Rebel Whopper. Was did you have that downloaded already or no, did you download it for the fact? No, for the fact? downloaded it earlier. So 2020, innit? Go into the app, find the voucher, hit the voucher, accept the voucher. You've got 15 minutes to pick your item up. Got to pay for it. 15 minutes. Yeah, I was quite surprised it wasn't free. Yeah, I know. And it was nearly six quid. Yeah, it's expensive, innit? We got it. It was wrapped, packaged very well. It was one of the best. Honestly, it was the most. It was the, one of the neatest items from a fast food joint I've got in a long time. Yeah, it was good. It was um, very visually impressive. It didn't smell like a burger when we got it. No, but we opened it up and unwrapped it, and it looked like a burger. It was very large, flat, almost like so, it went almost too flat. Very flat in that photograph you've just showed me. Yeah, it was like a cartoon burger. I thought yeah, very it was much. like it was like the emoji burger. Do you know when you uh, start a premiere project and you put your square pixels on properly, <laughs> and, and all your all your all your media is a bit stretched? Yeah, that so is. It looks like that. Yeah, really that's, that's what it was like. The patty, everything looked the same. It looked it looked the same amount of like a bit shit, but a bit all right. If you're on a train station in Stockport and you're a bit hungover after being out all night, yeah. That's well, what it looks apart like. from the patty, looks like they've turned the saturation down on just the patty. Agreed, agreed. It looks like the um, the the white balance on the camera is a bit off, yeah, and the saturation is down on it because yeah. it was a bit green and it was a bit grey at the same time. It was grey. You it? said to me it's green because of the the plant, and I laughed at you. Yeah, I geez. that is ridiculous. Plant based. Um, however, taste wise, couldn't fault it. Honest to God, unreal. <laughs> I can't get over the gherkin taste. The gherkin taste is so punchy that I just can't taste anything else. The benchmark is a Whopper. We're not talking about fucking gourmet. It would easily surpass a Whopper for me. They could just sell... I. They could just give those out instead, mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone would notice. However, they did mess it up a little bit, didn't they? Yeah. Because yeah. it turns out it's not actually vegan. No. No, but we've had a conversation about this, and I know it's not technically vegan because... Is it because it's grilled on the same thing that the yeah. meat burgers are grilled Precisely on? Precisely that. And then they basically have tried to PR spin it to say that it was never supposed to be a vegan burger. It was just... A, me- like a, a meat-free plant- option. A plant-based option for people that are trying to cut down. I think that's valid, though. I'm not sure if that market exists yet, though. I don't think it does, but... I do think a lot of people think uh, vegans are these extremists that... Are, well, put it this that... way. Put it this way, right? Me and you, not veggie, not vegan, eat whatever, right? However, quite aware of this, the situation. Yeah, I'm trying to cut down. Right? I'm, a t- I'm a prime so target. So you're, you're going to go... You, you've said to, on now, on this pod, that you'd go in there and order that Whopper over a normal Whopper every single time anyway. My point, my point is, I don't. I think people that are meat eaters that are trying to cut down, who are eating in Burger King, mm-hmm. I don't think they care enough mm-hmm. for it not to be fully vegan. Whereas yeah. they're marginalising a lot of vegan people that might want yeah, to go okay. and eat there. Item number two, mm. we had a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Um. So the plan was to go Burger King, Greg's, KFC, a tried and tested route. Um. We got to Greg's. Closed. Uh, no, actually, open. No vegan. Not no a, vegan. Wasn't even a sign for it. Uh, and we went to KFC, and it turns out they had run out. It seemed. We checked the website to find the list of uh, restaurants that had the vegan KFC burger. Turned we decided out to head to King's Cross. Decided to head to King's Cross. 
walked up to King's Cross from Tottenham Court Road, a good a mile walk, uh, realised about three quarters of the way that we were actually looking at a list that stated the restaurants that did not stock the vegan chicken burger. Yeah, that was my bad. Yeah. So we haven't actually tried any more of the items. However, we have got a good friend, Ian Robertson, uh, a devoted vegan, to give us his down low on both items. I haven't actually had real KFC chicken in a good few years now, but the signature nostalgic breadcrumb taste was all there, just as I remembered. All the components were spot on in the burger, the bun, bed of lettuce were just as you'd expect. The vegan mayo included did have a bit of zing, however, I chose to add a bit more on top. I like my burgers a bit sloppier. Um, it was just a bit dry. It wasn't that the corn fillet was dry, I think it's more it was just so chunky that the burger ratio was a little bit off. And to be honest, I had condiments to everything really. Um, so I, I took my burger home and put on some Follow Your Heart Veganaise. The thing you've got to watch out for though is that they cook their chips and popcorn chicken in the same fryers so you can't actually have a meal with it so you can only really get the burger on its own because you can't have the KFC chips. So it's just the sandwich which is like £4.50. Um, I don't know, is that, is that a lot for a fast food burger? My verdict is an 8.5 out of 10. It's a little dry due to the ratio being off um, so maybe ask them for some extra mayo or add some yourself. I've had better fake chicken, uh, but it was really tasty and you just saved a bird. My beloved worlds of marketing and veganism collided last week in magnificent glory as I saw Greg's underscore official's glitchy blackout Instagram grid campaign hyping up the launch of the highly anticipated VSB. It actually took me visits to three separate Greg's to find one. I left a bit late on the 2nd of January and hit the lunchtime rush hour in Glasgow. I think people kind of back to work, you know, so Socky Hall Street, out Buchanan Street out my third stop was Queen Street uh, to my horror there were around 15 people in front of me my anxiety levels were through the roof as I fostered just one VSB it was all good I got it I walked over to the square to take the classic secured in hand shots and took a seat for £1.55 it's got a really good weight and thank fucking heavens it was still pretty hot uh, like the most perfectly hot Greg's pastry I've ever had um, anyway, first thing I loved was the lattice. The pastry was perfect. Uh, I feel even the shape or like the vents of the vegan steak bake helped cool it more evenly and consistently than the normal steak bake, which if I'm not mistaken was a fucking bastard for burning your mouth on. Um, I feel like they've really been working on the thermodynamics here with this one. Again, haven't had meat in years, but my food memory is pretty great. I did like the chunkiness of the steak bake. Uh, this one's a bit different, but not necessarily in a bad way. It's basically a really rich and oniony corn mince and gravy filling, which is stunning. Like, honestly, all the flavours I remember, uh, corn mince is really meaty anyway. So I think if you're wanting to give it a go, you'll still get that flavour. Uh, like, it's all there, but expect a mincy filling as opposed to, like, a chunky one. My verdict of the vegan steak bake from Greg's, um, 9 out of 10. I think I was lucky with the temperature. If colder, perhaps it would drop to an 8, but nah, I think they nailed it. I like the filling. If you're looking for the chunky steak pieces, then this maybe isn't the one for you. However, the flavour is brilliant. The vegan sausage roll still remains my number one, though. That's a solid 10 for me. There's absolutely no faulting it. And it's also a fucking quid. There is. Indian veg, BYO. Not even a B. Bring your own what? Bring your own pod. Bring your own pod. BYOP. Bring your own Zoom. <laughs> BYOZ. BYOZ. Vegetarian buffet. BYOB. Eat, eat as much as you like. Eight pounds. I like that. Eight pound ninety-five. Sorry. Eight new year, five. new B. Restaurant <laughs> section this week. 
More veggies. Oh, oh, hey, hey. All the veggies. All veggies. I think actually where we went tonight was um, there was so much veg and fruit paraphernalia everywhere. Pictures, words, fucking everything. Newspaper clippings, Google reviews, printed out TripAdvisor pages. I feel like it's burned into the back of my eyelids. It was insane. We went to Chapel Market in Islington in North London. Um, we went to, I want to call it, Virgindian, but it wasn't Virgindian. What was it called? There was so much text everywhere. <laughs> there was so much writing on it. So much writing everywhere. Let me consult the. Never before have I seen such a mix of serif and sans serif fonts. It's absolutely sick. It's amazing. It's like so legit. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, there's so much writing on the front of the shop. Go on, what's it called though? Uh, well, on the front of the actual store, it's called Indian Veg. Yeah, that's what it's called. But on Google Maps, mm-hmm. it's called Veg Indian. Here we are, keeping us on our toes. Hello. Hi. Hello. Yes, please. Oh. Yes, please. So, so they're back. Lovely. Thank you very much. Absolute vibe. I think we've been craving a, a really authentic experience. Honestly, ever since we went to since we went to Shepherdess, yeah, probably we've not had the real fucking London gritty real place, salt of the earth, experience. ran by like real people. Yeah, and we were craving it because it's very easy to fall into this like lull of like going to the chains or going to the trendy restaurants. And we thought, you know what, uh, we don't want to go to like. You know, Mildred's and all these uh, like trendy, like very refined vegan places. That's not what we're about. We're not no. here for Buddha bowls. And we can't possibly go to another restaurant in Dalston because it's too, it's too lazy on our part because yeah. we, we both live near there. So we're going to go here. Um, very easily accessible from all, all parts of London. Big time. Right by Angel Station. Right by Angel. Not far from... Oxford Circus, really no, short bus ride. Really close to King's Cross. Really, a little jump bike, easy jump bike ride. Mm. Um, bottom end of Chapel Market. Chapel Market leads you up to like Main Angel, kind of like where the Uniqlo and the Sainsbury's and everything is. Uh, very like nondescript, but also very descript <laughs> in a weird way because yeah. it's, it's mental. Describe it. Describe it. I well, I tried to describe it in there about using this sort of weird uh, primary school teacher poster analogy because I, I just I can't find the words to quite describe what's on the wall if you were a teacher yeah and you have maybe like a year six class that do a lot of poster making yeah and then you did loads and loads of LSD after a really long day of poster making yeah. this is what I imagine it would be like you ever watch Alan Partridge yes Another episode of Alan Partridge, the guy loves Alan Partridge. The way you said Alan Partridge was like Alan Partridge. <laughs> Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge. When he goes into, when he meets that guy, and it turns out that he's absolutely like an Alan Partridge fan. No, no, no. And he walks into the room, and you just got loads of Alan Partridge memorabilia all over the walls, and like like a figure of Alan Partridge. He's a maniac. So like that here, but with vegetables. Let me ask you this. Where do you reckon they were getting all that stuff? I don't know. <laughs> this is what I don't know. Imagine going out. Right, um, your, your challenge, we're not opening a restaurant. Find us some artwork for the restaurant. 
It needs to explicitly be lists of reasons that vegetables are better than meat. (laughs) What? Anything vegetarian related. There was the uh, famous vegetarians from the last century. Tell me another photograph in the city of London that has both Martina Navratilova and Gandhi. You won't find one with a side of Paul McCartney and a slice of Albert Einstein. (laughs) Yeah. There was top six reasons why cloves are good for you. Yes. Without looking... Can you name the six health benefits of cloves? Low blood pressure. No. Um, clarity of mind. No. Unless that's what they mean by number two. Relieve upper. <laughs> there was a sign that said, date a vegetarian tonight for a meat-free love. <laughs> uh, there were the varieties of vegetarian. There were the quotable quotations. There were the weird facts! Times tables. What a great game you can play as well. What you know, it's, it's really good. What is 111 times 111? Oh. So it's hard, but it's not ridiculous. 111, 111. Honestly. Oh, yeah, but the maths one was weird. Yeah, it was so weird. It was insane. It was like a canteen cross between like a sort of student's like union like a sort of like calf in the students union is weird it was very odd I, I can't I, it's indescribable yeah it's weird there's a lot going on it was a BYOB buffet situation yes eat as much as you like so it was like very help yourself muck in whatever and what was, it was gone no gone I was going to say it was muck in to the point where we walked in the guy said table for two so yes please he pointed us to the table and that was it and that was it there was no explanation no nope. there was no which is which is why it feels like somewhere that we should a already know about. Yeah, because everyone in there seemed to know what they were doing. Yeah, definitely. It was. It seemed very. By the way, just just it cut in there. Very like people regularly went there. Yeah, like it was like we go here every like Tuesday night, kind of like. And we will. And bloody right, we will. Because we absolutely completed vegetarian food in North London. This feels like this feels like one of the most, sort of, most genuine ones we've done. Certainly the most bizarre one we've done. And also like how we just we just sort of got up and got it. We've walked in, we have not talked to anybody. There was there was no um, there was no guide there was no real sort of like table manner in nope. terms of like service there was no there was no anything no. there was no ambience there was no nothing. So basically it consists of it's all kind of there's little steps down and little nooks and corners and because it's, it's all a bit of a weird shape there, because yes be it is a house but and then the front room used to be the master bedroom uh, <laughs> is like a buffet style um, you know like those silver trays that are hot. Bar- yes. Oh, all right. Have these barmeries. Thanks. Uh, all around the edge with all different curries in. Mm-hmm. There's different rice. Yeah. Uh, Salads. Spicy mashed potato. Lit. Obviously a big fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Salads. Mango and carrot salad. Didn't yep. know I like that. Turns out I absolutely love mango mm. and carrot salad. Mm. Uh, and then on the other side of the room, they have a big open drinks fridge with a fantastic yeah. drink selection. Honestly, one of the best soft drink selections I've ever seen. You know when you go into a news agency, if they've got R. White's Lemonade, you know it's going to be a good day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that. Oh, they, they had that. bars, yeah. cherry, cherryade. Yeah. All, have... all the good drinks. They also had some quietly rogue, rogue drinks. Yeah, I, I opted for tamarind soda. Both it was, of us. It was terrible. Both was, of us didn't know what tamarind it was actually is. Tamerable. We got our plates. Got our little plates. There was something out of like 1970s. 
which was the also whole thing fantastic. was quite 1970s. It smelled like my old nan's flat. Yeah, it not was. my current nan. <laughs> nan, if you're listening, not your flat. Nana Beryl's flat uh, <laughs> house. Yeah. It was a house actually. Um, I don't know. It just smelled of it smelled musky. of but yeah. not musky like bad. No, but a bit, but a bit mothbally. It made me a little bit nostalgic actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. The entire thing was a bit odd. It was familiar, but completely insane at the same time. It sort of smelled like a giant boiling potato. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we, we really did fill our plates. We got mm. every single thing on there. My um, personal favourite was the pannier gravy, which was fucking delicious. It smells so good in there. Yeah. I I, I think to look at, it... It's a bit dirty. I think there are some people that would go in there and just be like, I don't think I want to eat in here. Yeah, I agree. But there's absolutely nothing about it that suggests that. I think it's a purely nothing was dirty, by the way. No, yeah, the hygiene the levels only, and stuff. The was... only dirty element was the mess, but that's only because people are like spooning rice out of like bamaries and stuff, and it's just naturally just messy. Yeah, it's no different to like if you were all around your mate's house and you're serving up from bowls and exactly. people were just Same swapping thing. it in. Like, Same thing. Just, an, just a few examples of things that there were. Uh, Achana dal. Which yes. is chick- chickpeas, uh, brown rice, white rice, pilaf rice, aloo peas, spicy potato mashed, uh, mixed dal, mixed vegetable curry, the paneer gravy that you mentioned. There was a tomato salad. There was this mint sauce. Now let's talk about the mint sauce. Yeah, do you want some of this? Yeah. All over? Just wherever. It's so green. The mint sauce was the most fluo green colour. I have ever seen. And I just thought, how are you getting that colour in that? What what else is in there other than mint? Yeah. I know for a fact mint is not that shade of green. It looked like sort of gunge or something that you used to play with at school. It was punchy as well. It was so fragrant. I wonder what they do put in that. I'm going to Google what the sort of traditional Indian recipe for that mint sauce is. Hey, Sam, do you know what number 19 on the list of things that lemons are good for is? Um, sex drive. Uh, no, it keeps our body hydrated. Oh. Do you know what number 24 is? Sex drive. No, prevents bed breath. Oh, that's quite handy, that. I think it might mean bad breath. What? Um, where does Tom Daly's body feature on that list? Uh, nowhere. All right. Increases um, metabolism and promotes weight loss. Maybe that. Yeah. What number's that? Uh, number 18. Yeah, Tom Daly, number 18. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks. Honestly, sign it the fuck off. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the first 2020 edition of Set Meals. We had some uh, tweets and DMs about us going away and people missing us, which is very lovely to hear. I didn't think anyone listened. I know. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Taylor. You're welcome. If you are doing a veggie lifestyle for January, keep it up. Keep it up. We're here. up. We're here for you. Share your veggie sort of um, happenings, but not if they're shit homemade sort of like fried courgettes or whatever, because we don't want to see that. Yeah, we don't want to see that. But no. if you're, you know, you, you need to go out for dinner and you're trying to keep up with your with your veggie thing and you're a bit worried about where you're going to go, you need to take someone out. I don't know. Maybe you're taking someone out for a meeting. Let us know, because we know the spots. Yeah. Hit us up. And if we don't know, we can ask our mates who probably know better than we do. See you next week. Just before we go... Uh, public service announcement for everybody. The McDonald's spicy nuggets are back. Do not eat them. Do not divulge. They are shit. Nor are they plant-based.
is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. Abuse of Power is a new podcast that examines the ways the United States legal system has been used to take advantage of the very people that it's supposed to protect. I've been incarcerated in 31 years for a homicide and robbery I did not commit. He said, I know that you're lying and you just need to confess. I wondered how the hell did I get in this situation? The state does not want to admit that they executed an innocent man. Subscribe to Abuse of Power on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.